They're doing about 175 grand per month today. That's up about 60% year over year. They're serving 700 customers uh, and kind of the database and, and really DB, they call it DB Sync uh, space, really tied directly to Salesforce, especially as they started now scaling out into NetSuite integrations and many other integrations as well to get all your apps talking with each other. They've got about 100, uh, sorry, they've got about 55 people based in remote locations, totally bootstrapped, which I love, and healthy economics, less than 10% revenue churn per year, two to three month payback period as he continues to scale the company. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Rajiv Gupta. He has extensive experience with application architecture and on-demand computing and over 16 years starting and growing tech companies. In 2002, he co-founded Avankia, which was one of the first companies incubated by Salesforce. The enterprise gave this that enterprise gave raise to DBSync, a data management platform that provides a wide range of functionalities, including integration, backup, and archiving. Rajiv, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Okay, so DB Sync. First question: Is it a pure play SaaS company? Yes, it is a pure play SaaS company. We are in the iPaaS and cloud data replication space. That's great. Okay, yeah. So give us an example of how a customer is using you. Um, if you're a Salesforce.com customer and you want to integrate your Salesforce with your accounting system, be it QuickBooks, Great Plains, or any other systems, you're likely going to call us. Um, we integrate, you know, sales being completed into invoicing and what payments getting received, anything to think about cloud data and to other applications, we do those. And and how do people pay you on average? Is it kind of annual contracts only, monthly? Yes, so we do annual contracts. Uh, we do annual contracts and um, it's uh, basically $200 a month and it goes up to $1,000 a month. So wide range based on how, what services you are, uh, uh, you're looking for. What would you say is a fair average in terms of ACV? Is it about 200 bucks per month, so 2,400 bucks a year? I spend 500 to $600 a okay. month. Okay, got it. So maybe closer to call it, you know, six grand a year or something like that. Right. That's great. And put this on a timeline for us. So it sounds like you got pretty active at Salesforce. You launched this in 2007? Yes. So early days, uh, we bootstrapped it all the way. So uh, we launched the... The first version got launched in 2007, and then that was a desktop-only version. We rebranded the company and reset it up in 2009, and that's when the SaaS, the iPaaS, got launched. I see. And what have you been able to scale to today in terms of total customers on the platform? So we are about 700 plus. 700. Okay, that's great. So fairly healthy. And um, I want to dive more into kind of how you're growing in this space, where you see the space going. But first, I mean, can I take seven? uh, Well, no, you said ARPU was about 500 bucks a month, right? Right. Yeah. So that would put your, if I take 700 times 500 bucks a month on average, what you guys are about 350 grand a month right now in revenue, something like that? Uh, Less than that. Okay. Which Which of those numbers is which of those numbers is wrong? The seven hundred customer count or the five hundred average? Five hundred. Well, that's the recent. Where you you you're gonna likely look at whatever has happened from two thousand nine to do. So if you were to average that, um, we'll be more like uh, you can have it as um, two hundred and fifty. Okay. So that, by the way, that's. That's pretty typical to start off cheap and then kind of increase price over time. So 250 as an average across your 700 customers, that puts your revenue more about 170 grand a month. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And give us a sense of growth. So a year ago in October of 2017, what were you doing per month? So, uh, you know, last year we have grown about 63%. Okay. So call it maybe about 110 grand a month about a year ago. 
Yeah. That's great. And help us understand the, the story here. So where's the growth coming from? New product lines, deeper, you know, customers paying more or just new customers altogether? It's new customers, customer adding stuff. Um, so they've just had two connectors. Now they ha- they're having three and four and five. Uh, that's where the growth is going from $250 to you know, more like five, $600. Um, so uh, we're having a lot better retention rate now. Um, we are well, what's a better, what's better, so what's your retention rate today? Um, it's, again, we don't disclose those numbers, but it's, uh, it's improved by, you know, 7% of last year. Okay. Um, I mean, churn is like the critical number in a SaaS company. Can you give me some insight into what your churn is and how you manage well, it and how so you've improved it? It depends. Um, in the classical way to think about churn is if you're, we have a wide spectrum of customers. We have very small customers and very large customers. Now, large customers, we don't lose them. It's like more like 97% retention rate. But small customers, on industry average, is about 2% a month. Uh, so that's 24. We are around about that percent on the smaller side. Okay. But if you ignore customer size, and this is why people look at revenue churn instead of logo churn. So if you look at your revenue churn across your entire base per year, what is that? So we are about, you know, again, we don't disclose it. Um, I would say, you can give me a range if you want. Yeah, so it's going to be about, you know, 13 to 20 percent. 13 to 20? Yeah. Okay. So if you're, you know, if you're churning 13 to 20 percent of your, of your revenue per year. I'm uh, sorry, the customers. That's the customers. Yeah. Again. And that doesn't quite correlate with their revenue. Revenue churn is you know, less than 10%. Okay, yeah, that's what I was asking because any, I mean, by the way, I don't know why, this is why revenue churn was invented. It was to make up for differences in customers that have much different ARPUs because usually higher ACV accounts you keep, right, in terms of a logo basis and churn on a logo basis is much higher for low ARPUs. So this is why people measure revenue churn. So your revenue churn is only, call it 10% per year is what you're saying. Less than 10%. Yeah. Less than 10% per year. That's great. And when people are churning, wh- why are they churning? Uh, it's, you know, any integration company up there, they just have two points of integration and we drop one point, like they're signing off from Salesforce and Microsoft are outgrowing QuickBooks into new systems. That's when the churn comes in. So that's, that's where we see, especially in the smaller and the larger segment, we don't see that much churn at all. And can you help me understand more about kind of your team today and the breakdown between sales and engineering? Sorry, your voice was breaking. Can you ask me that question again? What's your total team size today? Oh, we have 55 folks. 55. And what's the breakdown between sales and engineering? So sales, um, we have about 11 in sales. Uh, Again, um, we have 12 in engineering. And then we have 7, 8 in services, um, account management. We have 3, 4, and the rest is support. And where's everybody based? So we are scattered all around. So we have a couple in the United States. Uh, majority are there in Bangalore, India. Uh, we have a presence in Europe and South America. Okay. And obviously the, this space is, you know, growing rapidly. Would you say that most of your success is directly tied to the Salesforce app exchange? Or are you getting customers from other sources? Uh, again, your voice was breaking. We will have to repeat that one more time. Yeah, my question was, is most of your growth tied directly to the Salesforce app exchange or are you getting customer growth from other sources? So, yes, a good question. Uh, we, we initially started with Salesforce, so that still demo- uh, dominates most of ours. Uh, 
But we have got into Microsoft space. That's where something we are doing pretty well. And then we, there are other, other SaaS integration spaces like e-commerce. So doing very well in the inventory management space and e-commerce with Channel Advisor or SKUWall, those kind of spaces. So right now, we are, uh, the growth area is around those uh, ecosystems. Mm. So as you look at growing amongst new ecosystems, I'd love to understand more about how aggressive you're being in terms of CAC. So if a new customer is paying 500 bucks per month or six grand per year, how much are you willing to spend fully weighted to get that customer? Oh, so we break even second month for most of the customers. So our cost uh, of acquiring a customer is extremely low, um, mainly because a lot of this is through our relationship sales that we go through in each of these ecosystems and our cost of sales from sales and operation being in India and um, uh, the way we have optimized it. So we normally break even in, in, you know, like two or three months. Yeah. So just to be clear, if they're paying 500 bucks per month, you're spending anywhere between a grand and 1500 bucks to acquire the customer for a two to three month payback. Yes. Okay. And where are you typically spending that money? Is it the sales rep traveling around? Is it direct paid spend on Facebook and Google? Where is it? So it's partly it's uh, marketing. Again, we don't do a huge spend. Most of it is uh, the sales. As soon as the inbound sales comes in, the time spent from sales uh, to demo to uh, closure, that's when that's where we spend most of our energy and time. I see. And talk to me about kind of funding history. Have you bootstrapped this or raised capital? We have bootstrapped it all the way. Oh, I love that. That's so great. I, I, more CEOs need to bootstrap. That's wonderful. How have you resisted the urge? Uh, I think right now we are making more cash. We are trying to figure out how to invest that first before we go ask for more money. We are rapidly hiring uh, across all, every look, every department. So um, I think as soon as the cash starts to uh, trim down, that's when I would see. But I think my problem right now is to invest this cash coming in back into the business and more efficiently. Yeah. Cash flow positive today then? Uh, yes. That's great. Very good. All right. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Uh, Steve Jobs. I, um, Isaac, the famous Steve Jobs books. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, you know, from a management style, I was with GE, so Jack Welch, uh, something I followed for, for quite a long time. Right now, I'm very fascinated by Elon Musk and obviously Steve Jobs has been there. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Oh, Salesforce.com. We literally run on Salesforce. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> uh, seven hours. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Um, married with two kids. Two kiddos. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 47 now. 47. Last question, RG. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, more on marketing and sales, more on marketing and sales guys. There you have it. They're doing about 175 grand per month today. That's up about 60% year over year. They're serving 700 customers, uh, and kind of the database uh, and, and really DB, they call it DB sync, uh, space really tied directly to Salesforce, especially as they started now scaling out into NetSuite integrations and many other integrations as well to get all your apps talking with each other. They've got about a hundred, uh, sorry, they go about 55 people based in remote locations, totally bootstrapped, which I love and healthy economics, less than 10% revenue churn per year, two to three month payback period as he continues to scale the company. Rajiv, thanks for taking us to the top. Uh, thanks, Nathan.